This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to get to visit with leader uh, Steve Kenny. Steve's been a long-term healthcare leader, brilliant career. He's going to talk about what trends he's watching currently, tell us a bit about his career, what advice he has for professionals, and a lot more. Steve, take a moment and tell us, maybe first introduce yourself and tell us what are some of the core trends you're watching in healthcare currently? Okay. Hi, glad to be with you, Scott. I'm Steve Kenny. I'm an I'm individual who started my career in healthcare, you know, more than 30 years ago with one of the big eight firms auditing all the small and medium-sized hospitals here in Maine. And now all those hospitals are part of pretty much one major system there here in Maine. So that's, there's been a lot of transformation over the last 20, 30 years, and, and we're just seeing more and more of that now. So as I look at the different uh, activities taking place in healthcare, the partnerships that are taking place with private industry and so forth. I'm really excited because I think that there is a, a lot of opportunity for uh, this pandemic that's uh, hit us two or three years ago to really uh, affect the, the cost of care delivery and the opportunities for for a lot of uh, struggling health systems uh, in, in rural America. And a lot of them I've been working with recently you know, to, to partner with institutions and, and be able to have access to capital and, and to do and have and resources to really continue to innovate and deliver uh, high quality care uh, to the patient at the right time and right place. Thank you. When you when you look at that sort of smaller rural health systems combining with large health systems, will there still be independent health systems in the country? Which, do you have a feel for that, a sense for what that's going to look like 10 years from now? Yeah, I think there will be. I mean, uh, uh, we know that in other industries, I've worked in technology and other places, you see consolidations going through. And, and then you know, we, the introduction of the PC, for example, and mini computers decades ago saw a proliferation and decentralization. And now we're seeing it all kind of combined, coming back together again in, in cloud computing and all these things. And I think We'll probably see that in, in rural, rural health care. We'll see a lot of consolidation with some of the larger systems. But at the end of the day, you know, care delivery has to be local. You know, the, the expertise has to be local. Uh, more and more of it's going to be, I think, in the home. I think it's going to be more and more delivery of health care where the patient is. And, and that's and through the tech, technology and the wearable technology and so forth that's being developed. I think that that is going to be the wave of the future. Thank you. But, but your point is this, that as I hear you, the technology is so important. The big systems are so important. And at the end of the day, though, people still need to be taken care of, at least in part by a person. And more often than not, that person's still going to be in person for a lot of a lot of things is that so healthcare still remains quite local in a lot of ways. Exactly. And even the big companies you see like CBS and and other companies like that i mean they're working through their local retail outlets right they're making healthcare retail uh, some of our biggest competition in some of the rural areas where i've worked in the last you know, like i said three to five years uh, you know places places like convenient md and, and other types of services like that i mean they're opening up shop right on the main streets of of, of small town america and 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 they're delivering the core uh, introductory care, and then uh, then they can uh, refer their specialty services to the to the larger players and the major medical centers in those areas. I think. No, hundred percent. When you look at this year coming up, let me do this. You've been in healthcare for a long time now. What advice would you give to emerging leaders? What what a couple of advice would you give to an emerging leader? 
I think uh, my my thinking is that um, you definitely need to be looking at uh, what the impact of COVID has had on the, the consumer demand for care and what their expectations are. Because I think the dis you know the disruption of COVID brought some real quick advances. The idea of especially in the younger generations, they're, they're, they're shopping, they're going to shop for cost, they're going to shop for quality, and they're going to be uh, looking for care providers who can meet their needs, meet their convenient needs uh, in terms of the way in which they schedule appointments, uh, how they uh, their accommodation. I think we're going to need to see more expanded hours of care to meet the, the again, the younger generation in particular, they're, they're, they rely on their um, uh, um, cell phones and so forth to do virtually everything. I have a daughter in her, in her mid twenties and she hates going to the doctor. She likes to, she wants to make the appointment by phone and then do talk with the doctor via some sort of video, investigate the advice that he or she has been giving her and then, and then engage with more care for her. And I think that's, that is the wave of the future. And, and what about, you know, taking this beyond healthcare? do you have a sense, because you, you mentioned your daughter in the mid-20s, the, the remote work versus in-person work, right. any sense of how you see that sort of playing through? I think that, I think it has opened up the door. Uh, I think, the, again, the pandemic has distributed, uh, has recognized that we don't necessarily always have to be in our office to be productive. Uh, so I, I know our daughter, she just accepted a role with a healthcare facility, but uh, one of her shopping, when she was shopping around for work, um, one of the things she wanted to be able to ensure with her her employers that there would be opportunities from, for remote work from time to time and, and to be able to use technology. And I think that's, Really, the key is, is 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 scheduling the times where you need to physically be there. Now, she's not a healthcare provider; she's an administrator and and human resources areas and so forth. Which is, a lot of that work can be done remotely. And, and take a moment on how human resources has become so important to every business, and particularly in healthcare. Do you want to? Can you take a moment there? No question. I mean, we're we're all struggling with finding the best talent. I mean, I mean the the competition for well, we've we've learned in, in the nursing realm alone, for example, we've learned uh, that uh, a lot of a lot of the younger nurses coming out of college now they want an experience of, of being able to travel and, and get some variety of work experience with a number of organizations nationwide. So we, we've seen this eruption of traveler services and so forth. And I think that's really meeting really the demand for uh, what the uh, the new worker wants. They want variety. They want to be able to travel and see other places and not be confined to one geographic area. At the same time, you've got a lot of talented individuals who get a lot of experience. Uh, they've worked in the worked in the office and so forth, and they're able to perform a lot of their um, provide a lot of their subject matter expertise uh, remotely because they they can just they can learn quickly and observe the, the conditions uh, that are maybe in place at an employer and, and offer really constructive advice and valuable advice uh, um, from from a distance. And Steve, as you look at this year, two thousand twenty three, what are you most focused on and excited about? Where, where do you see this year? I'm looking forward to a stronger economy. I'm looking forward to some settling down. I'm looking forward to re, uh, a, re, a return to some of the volume disruption that, that COVID introduced and, and a, lot, a little bit more stability. I'm looking forward to all these things, advances in technology. And again, these partnerships that are taking place are really bringing more and more resources to the table for a lot of healthcare providers, in particular, the 
3,000 plus that are in, in the rural setting. And, and I think there are many opportunities for, for strengthening their capacity to deliver care uh, in those regions. Steve, thank you for sharing with us some of the thoughts about leadership, about what trends you're watching, about strengthening rural health care. I have to ask you one more question. We had a chance to talk about sort of remote work and your daughter and human resources, uh, but you've got two you've got two kids that are they're now not kids, constructive adults. Uh, at least you think they're adults. They think they're adults. So clearly in that direction, my kids <laughs> think they're adults and I'm not always, I'm not always sure I agree that they're adults, but, but give us a second and how, how your son looks at the workplace and how he looks at these kinds of things. Well, he, you know, he's got some unique skill sets. He's actually on the autism spectrum. So he's got some very unique skill sets that he brings to the workforce, but he just enjoys being in, he works in the healthcare environment as well, providing uh, basic services to some of the nursing homes in where, in where he lives. And it's, and he just enjoys uh, the opportunity to to be engaged in the workplace, and and I think it's uh, again we have we have a younger generation. They're all eager to to uh, to learn skills and and to apply themselves and be participants in in the workforce and, and work towards independence. And I think that's really the, the exciting. Part of this. And so, no, thank you for sharing that. And with, with with his situation, is it much healthier for him to be working in person and in person with people? Or, or how does he, he look at that remote work balance versus home versus out? And how, how does he look at that? Well, it's challenging. I mean, individuals uh, who are on the autism spectrum, one of the challenges they have is the social skills. But he's he receives some very intensive, uh, great education, learning how to learning how to interact with people and use his skills. And, and yeah, definitely he performs much higher when he's engaged with people and and being part of a team. So. I, I can't tell you, Steve, how much I appreciate you sharing with us these stories. I mean, the healthcare is terrific. Far more important is the stories of the pride in your children and how they're doing and, and their involvement. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you sharing with us in the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. It, it's inspiring. It lights us up. Uh, it's healthcare is wonderful, and this is so much more wonderful. Thank you so much for taking the time with us today on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thank you, Scott. Have a good day.